Blog Talk Radio. If I speak for your followers, and I speak for your ex-followers, and I speak for the curious outsiders looking in, and you remain silent in the shadows and don't let your balls drop enough to come out and say something, then I say, who do you speak for, Mr. Miscavige? Anything on earth that says, don't listen to your mom and dad, don't talk to your mom and dad, that's bad, they're wrong. Absolutely believed his own bullshit. Now, does that mean he believed it from day one? I don't know. Hubbard reveals to them that he is the Antichrist. Scientology has not helped you. You have helped yourself. Yeah, I'm absolutely positive that happened because I was physically abused in Scientology. We're crossing the line into torture. Do you think there is a rape culture in Scientology? I think that there is a culture in Scientology that children are not children. So, yeah. All right, welcome to Come Get Some Extra Scientology Edition live. My guest today is outspoken, very determined uh, activist uh, for uh, autism and against uh, the cult of Scientology in uh, which she refers to as quack practices and uh in medicines it's fiona o'leary welcome to the show fiona hi chris thanks for having me all right so we're completely live i thought unpredictable there may be some stuff that that goes on some some chicanery or it just might be a straight up pleasant conversation but i'm glad to have you here uh one thing that's really important about this i thought and i know for you it's like a routine thing i think you go through this like multiple times a day every day but I want the listener, because a lot of times people don't know, uh, to understand, you know, first of all, what autism is. Yeah, well, autism is a neurodevelopmental condition, um, most proven to be of a genetic origin, meaning that autism has always existed, and we can actually trace it back to the late 18th century. And, um, you know, it affects people in different ways. It's really a condition that affects communication social interaction and relating to others. Then there's also sensory issues. So a lot of autistic people can have sensory processing disorder. And um, there's other comorbid conditions as well that can be attached, like ADHD, etc. But everyone is different on the spectrum. That's something that I really want to highlight today. There's no two autistic people the same. And they have different challenges in their lives. And I suppose, you know, what we want for society is to accept autistic people instead of kind of fighting them. We hear a lot about the word awareness, which is important, but acceptance is paramount. So we really kind of um, campaign for the rights of the autistic people and campaign to support them with proven safe therapies. Okay, so so I know I know of you, and you just really popped. You only popped up on my radar like a few months ago, but you've been at this for a very long time. Did, did you start out fighting cults and and other people like them, or were you just strictly like an autism uh, spokesperson uh, for a good while? How did how did this happen? Well, I, to be honest, I'm 46 now, and I've always been very outspoken for human rights you know, as a whole, for everybody. I believe that everyone is equal and they should have the same rights. Um, My two children are on the spectrum, so we've had to really fight for their rights from the get-go. There's not much support for autistic people in the world. Um, So you really become a campaigner when you get a diagnosis for your child because you have to kind of get the government to, you know, provide proper 
educational supports, etc. Um, I went to college in 2013 and I studied autism in university and it was at that time I learned more about these kind of bogus autism treatments that were out there. And then I discovered the Genesis 2 Church cult um, on social media. A, a girl in, a, in Germany reached out to me and told me that there was this cult group called Genesis 2 uh, giving bleach to autistic children. And I thought, Chris, this is crazy. You know, she must have made a mistake. But when I delved further, I discovered that it was true. I also discovered that the founder of this cult, his name is Jim Humble, was a Scientologist. And um, discovered that they were in, in Ireland and that they were actually planning to um, hold seminars. And this was back in 2014, so three years ago. And um, I discovered that this bleach was being sold in Ireland um, and offered as a treatment for autism. Okay, so you immediately uh, sought out to find out what this what this substance was, right? Yeah, we um, well, I immediately reported it to the HPRA, that's the Health Products Regulatory Authority here in Ireland. They would be like the watchdog over medicines, and um, they went to the premises of the people that were offering this product, and they confiscated the product, and we had it tested, and it was proven to be stronger than industrial strength bleach. So not like the bleach that we would use, you know, in our toilets much stronger than that and um you know it was it was there was like alarm bells that here ringing in ireland and um we went to the police and we reported the people that were offering these products and there's a criminal investigation still ongoing in ireland as we speak you know three years later some people have been prosecuted last year one person was prosecuted and found guilty of manufacturing and selling this product as a cure for autism and uh, there's a man in american washington that is in jail he was also selling this product. So it is illegal. I want to clarify that there's some Scientologists out there claiming that this is a legal treatment. It is not, and it's not a treatment. And anyone that does give this to their child is going to be investigated by the authorities, and rightly so. Absolutely. It's, uh, this is, we're talking about the MMS treatment. It's, uh, it's a miracle yeah. mineral solution, and they're actually calling this a miracle solution, and they mean it. They mean they think by... Uh, I, so you, I mentioned, I've heard you mention enemas, but I've also heard of drinking it, and they're saying mm-hmm. by drinking this, it is curing uh, diseases, is curing HIV, curing autism, curing all these things. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's like a miracle because it's a cult. They they claim they can cure everything. I mean, Jim Humble, like himself, is 84 now, and um, he's basically made these claims for the last 10 years, and he's telling the whole world that he's cured malaria. He's cured AIDS. He's, it's just absolutely shocking. But, um, you know, autism isn't a disease. That's the other issue. That's why it's even worse for us hearing this, because we're not ill. We're right. not diseased, and we don't need to be cured. Um, autism is, um, you know, basically your brain is wired differently, and you, you can't cure the way your brain is wired. And, um, and we see this all the time, Chris, not just with MMS, but people using terms like disease, disordered, damaged, defective, and the language is really offensive for um, all on the autism spectrum, but mm-hmm. then we have this horrendous you know, industry, which is what it is, of quack cures being given to autistic children and to adults. Not just um, children are being given these bleak animals. There are vulnerable adults that are being subjected to this abuse as well. Yeah, I'm seeing here that the, uh, the FDA, I guess, is that, is that the same thing as what you're talking about in your country? Yes, the, that's the, correct. The yeah, it would be the equivalent, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the FDA experts are saying this is from the this is coming from the FDA.gov website. Uh, FDA experts say they aren't aware of any research that shows this product can effectively treat 
any illness, and they also are advising customers to stop using the product immediately. That's coming yep. from the FDA. And yeah, that's being pushed is, by... Uh, uh, go ahead. It's just... Um, they don't listen to the warnings. I mean, I mentioned this to you earlier, Chris, but the kind of people that use yeah. these products are kind of anti-government. They are conspiracy theorists, so they believe that there's some big kind of conspiracy with the government. Um, so you could give them every warning in the world. They don't pay attention to that. Yeah, there's some parents that we know that have given this to their children, and they've stopped, which is great. And um, I'll give you an example of a man in Singapore recently that was given this to his three-year-old autistic daughter. She ended up with pneumonia and really high um, levels of ammonia in her blood, meaning that there was a possible liver kidney failure going on. I rang him in Singapore, and I had a conversation with him, and he stopped. So there are some parents that will listen, but the majority of them on these crazy treatments are anti-vaccine, there are Scientology supporters, or they believe in this um, conspiracy rhetoric, sadly, and they can't be educated. You just have to really just fight this and um, bring in laws to protect our children. Well, we were talking earlier about that too. I think there's, there's this mindset, and, and it, you, you mentioned it with the whole um, the stigma to, to autistic uh, yep. condition and, and other conditions like that. That um, you know you want your kids, you want your children to be perfect. You don't want, you know ten fingers, ten toes to be like every other child. And a lot of parents when they see uh, when they get diagnosis of autism, they feel like it's, it's something that needs to be fixed, and it's not it's not that kind of thing. It's just not that kind well, look, of I mean, thing. It, it, I mean, uh, their parents are vulnerable, and I want to say that. I mean, when my son was diagnosed in 95, um, I knew that, that he was on the spectrum. I, I had an interest in autism myself, and um, I was kind of aware of this, you know, I, in my own family. My grandfather had um, mental health issues as a child, and I knew that he was different from, from, from literally the beginning, okay? And um, it was, it was, I went to the doctor. I presented to my doctor saying, I think that something is different with, with my son. My sister had a baby three months prior, so I could see an obvious difference at that early stage. And um, he, he did get a diagnosis, uh, but I never felt that, you know, oh, my life is over, this is horrendous, you know. He was still my baby, still my lovely boy, and he's still is my lovely son today, he's 25 in December, um, and he had a lot of difficulties, I'm not going to lie at the time, but he's doing really well now, and I suppose I really think it was that kind of acceptance and positive attitude that, you know, myself and my husband had, and that we would never do anything to say that, oh, there's something wrong with you, you're not normal, but we had all of that around us. That was the kind of environment we were living in, and that was the time when Andrew Wakefield had come on the scene with his vaccine nonsense saying that the MMR had caused autism so I was living in that time frame and it was terrifying um you know I had people approaching me even some professional people saying oh you know maybe it's the vaccine and you want to put them on this treatment or that treatment so this has been around for a long time and it's kind of just spiraled out of control over the last uh, five years I, I just see it getting worse every year Chris which is really frightening so it, it kind of – you mentioned it there a little bit. It kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the anti-vax uh, mentality as well, yeah. which I've, under, I've come to understand that in the uh, – I don't know about Genesis 2 Church very much except for what I've heard from you. Uh, but in Scientology, mm-hmm. I've heard from people who come out of there that, that anti-vaccine is, is a big thing. Like they don't believe in that because it involves 
drugs and chemicals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, this is this is the real this is the real worry that I have with Scientology. Actually, is is the is the fact that they are very anti-vaccination and they're anti-medicine. And I and I mean, I've talked to many people that are involved in um, CCHR, you know, these front groups, and I've had calls with these people, and they've told me that vaccines cause autism. You know, I've had this from their head spokespersons, and you know, in Ireland, we are getting. Um, diseases were returning so we're having like outbreaks of meals every year that we didn't have 10 years ago even though we've moved forward we seem to be stepping back and we've had cases of polio in the world diphtheria all of these preventable dangerous really lethal diseases are coming back and it is due to the anti-vaccine movement andrew wakefield and his um vax team then we have the scientologists joining forces with vax and andrew wakefield and um this other cult nation of islam so the three of them together have a really, you know, powerful way of uh, delivering this misinformation. In London, just two days ago, uh, Nation of Islam, who were at the UK IS event, there's photographs, you can see them there. So Nation of Islam are with Scientology now. They had a big meeting in London. They had a screening of this propaganda film, this anti-vaccine film, Vax, and there was 150 people attended that because I spoke to them. I rang and spoke to Nation of Islam. That's really worrying, and it seems to be the case that they want to come to Ireland as well to promote this. So um, it's a public health issue now. It's not just about the crazy ramblings of cults. They're hurting our children, and something needs to be done. Yeah, and if you've been watching Scientology in the aftermath or listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos, you'll see and they've been hurting children for a long time, but now they're doing it in a way where they're claiming they're making them better. And that's not good because we've talked I've heard you talk about it and I've read about it since hearing you talk about it that some of the children who receive these bleach enemas, which is the, the MMS enemas, are, are receiving mm-hmm. uh internal injuries from it. And they're they're being they're being hurt from it literally. Well, you don't drink bleach. I mean, this is the bottom line. Um, when children are given this by way of a drink, they vomit immediately because their body is telling them this is a poison. You're not meant to ingest this poison. But what the cult tell the parents is that's a sign that autism is leaving their bodies. So that the more ill they become, the sicker they get. Yeah, and that, that's their belief system. So the enemas are 100 times worse because what happens is it corrodes their inside. So these poor children shed intestinal tissue. So strips of intestinal lining are passed with blood and mucus. We know of a child in America, um, he was six years old. He ended up with a colostomy bag because of the bleach enemas. He was on them so long. So at that age? That yeah, at six years of age. Wow. Yeah. That's true. And I mean, that's from a hospital in America. We are working with doctors. We're, we're giving them the information about this to be alerted to the signs and, you know, the warning signs of a child that would ingest this poison. Um, so, yeah. And then what they do, which is even worse. Um, I, mean, I mean, this is why I'm very angry with Scientology, because um, there's been Scientologists promoting this on social media recently. Parents measure the intestinal tissue, and they put it on paper plates, Chris, and they take photographs of their child's inside, and they put these images on social media. I've seen parents name the intestinal tissue and say that they can see faces on it. They're not well, and it's really difficult that it's brainwashing them. Um, The other thing with MMS um, protocol, this bleach protocol, the children are not allowed pain relief. They are against paracetamol, so any child that is ill or has a fever, which is really common, no, no pain relief is given. So they're left to be in agony. I, there was one case when I started campaigning in 2013, the beginning. Um, I remember there was a, a little girl in England, and she was having a convulsion after being given this bleach. And 
she was panicking, the mother was writing on the group page and they were telling her it was a good sign that the convulsion will reset her brain and remove autism. So that's the kind of madness wow. that we're dealing with here. Yeah. It's child abuse. I mean, and every, there's no, every group, child protection services, will call it that. It is child abuse. And anyone that gives bleach to their child is abusing their child. Yeah, I, I think I think that's that's probably correct. I mean, if you're told traces of rat poison and sulfuric acid can cure miraculously cure your neurological condition, and you, and you put that in your child, you're still abusing them because you know you're putting rat poisoning and sulfuric acid into your child. You know, this is it's not a real thing, but it's an example, a comparison. It's, it's terrible. You can't just excuse that and say oh, I, I, just, fine. I think I think I think yeah I know but I think it's because these children have you know they're, they're autistic and they they think that the parents should be given this kind of um I, I don't know it's okay well, you know because they they're doing stuff you know doing stuff. they really want to believe it works that's gonna that's gonna fix everything and uh, where this I guess escalates is you know obviously uh, many of us who follow uh, Scientology many of us in social media have come across uh, Gemma Harris, who is a uh, fiance to John Alex mm-hmm. Wood on social media. Yeah. I don't recommend anyone really engage. And here, here's the reason, uh, real quick, just, just to get that, the reason I engaged was to see that it's real, to see that these people were really, um, really pushing this stuff and really, uh, really the way people say they are. And John Alex Wood and Gemma Harris are a perfect example and kind of the motivation for me to start this podcast to see how they behave and how they treat people and, and they trash people in the name of religion. But what you run into is you found you. What did you see? What was it about Gemma Harris that you felt like she was pushing uh, MMS uh, treatments? Well, she has been. Well, she's not anymore because apparently she was. Uh, she was um, someone from the Scientology London org spoke to her. I made a complaint to them because she was promoting this on Twitter. So she went out and um, said that MMS research is needed as a treatment for autism. And I was horrified. I really was. I thought, I, I actually thought it was a really stupid move for her as well, being in the Scientology cults, you know, that this would even, that even the Scientology cults don't want their representatives or people, their members saying this. And um, I said it to her and I said, what are you doing? I said, this is, this is crazy. And she just kept at it, Chris, continuously. And then she joined forces with Vin Burns and People's Internet Radio who promote this bleach as well. And there was a radio show went out about it, and then I just got a lot of harassment from her on uh, Twitter, mostly a bit on Facebook as well. She there was a petition, so she tagged me on Twitter about three weeks ago with a petition saying that I should name my rapist. I was raped as a teenager and abused, and um, I had spoken about this recently uh, to support other victims. There was um, a conversation in Ireland that was in the media. And that video, I made a video, it was taken by Vin Byrne and her, and it was ripped to shreds. So that's what she did to me. It wasn't even anything to do with the campaigning that we're doing. She decided to attack me on a personal level. And I found that absolutely disgusting. But then I'm told this is fair, fair game, if, if there's the right term, that if you say anything about yeah. the cult, this is what they do. Um, but it didn't stop her talking about MMS and... Um, there was one um, post where she was saying that the parents should have the right to give the speech to their children. And I'm like, it's illegal. I gave her all the evidence. I gave her the HPRA reports from last year. No, no, no. It's legal. It's legal. She, just, you know, she would put a post maybe 20 times. It's legal. It's legal. Like a parrot repeating it again and again. 
but a lot of people got on board. It wasn't just me. There was loads of people, um, you know, saying, you're crazy, this is dangerous, don't do this. Because the reality is, Chris, most people will know that she's talking absolute crazy nonsense. But there are people that will listen to her. And effectively, mm. she will suffer because of that promotion. So I despise her for that. Because I see what happens to these children. I know, because I'm dealing with this for the last four years, I'm talking to the police. I met with them actually just last week in relation to this. And I told her this. I told her I was meeting with the Irish police and the authorities, and she doesn't care. I've actually given her name. I'm saying this here today. I've already told her that. So her promotion has been handed over to uh, detectives here in Dublin and Ireland. So maybe her mouth will get her in trouble one day. But I did complain to the St. Hill, and I complained to the London Org about her. And like I said, I got that call back. And you're probably right, they probably didn't do anything to her. Um, but, I mean, that's Scientology. But then Jim Humble was a Scientologist. So, yeah, they believe in quackery, and it's not just MMS bleach. They are anti-vaccine. They um, are saying that autism and ADHD and all these conditions are fabricated and are symptoms of physical illness. They don't believe in mental illness, as you know. They're anti-psychiatry. And they view people like me as degraded beings. So, um Hubbard, there was one clip from an interview that he gave in the 60s or the 70s I was watching. He was referring to people with mental illness as, forget about them. They failed us. Just toss them aside. So um, basically, the only people that they care about are themselves. And anyone that well, wants to become the, like them. Yeah, the, the, the theory is, or, or the policy is, that Scientology is there to make the able more able. So you have to already be able, and they see this, they see this autism as a stigma. So you either need to be helped and cured, or disregard it. And it's yep. never more clear than. And, and I invited, I invited uh, Gemma Harris to come on here and defend her position, um, because mm-hmm. you know I've heard you guys have you know recorded conversations you both released you know on the internet. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really heated, yelling over each other, and. Um, and I just want to give her an open, clear chance to say what she has to say because a lot of times Scientologists will say their side's not represented. So I've invited her. I don't mm-hmm. expect her to call. Uh, but I will say what I have seen that really disgusted me. And um, so you're saying you saw that she was promoting MMS. Uh, and then I heard on the call between you and her where she said she doesn't really necessarily approve of it. But if parents want to do it, so be it, which is advocating child abuse, which you so clearly pointed out in that conversation as well. Um, but there's something she said to you that I saw on Twitter. I've seen her tweet. It was from her. It was legit. She said, what, you want your kids to stay autistic? Like, know, uh, yeah. It might be the most ignorant, most backhanded thing I've ever seen. Um well, she, but she is ignorant. I mean, this is the thing. She doesn't know anything about autism anyway. Um, that that really infuriates me. She just has this depiction, and it's really part of the anti-psychiatry thing. You know, and and I think John John Wood is very much into the CCHR stuff. I've seen him share crazy yes. stuff like broccoli. Broccoli can treat autism. Um, you know, yeah, I love my broccoli. Um, you know, I'm still on the spectrum. <laughs> so you've got this kind of really benign, crazy, you know, kind of diets as well that, that they do as well. So a lot of these kids, just for the record, like, that are on this page on really restricted diets, which are really dangerous, really dangerous too. So they're not allowed to have um, a proper balanced diet. 
we've actually seen a lot of kids developing um, symptoms of scurvy because they don't recommend fruit with the bleach because they're lacking vitamin C. Apparently, it counteracts and causes it not to work properly. So, um, they're having a miserable life, um, so they're not eating anything enjoyable, and they're on a very, you know, like, uh, restricted diet, and they're taking the bleach, and they're doing other crazy crack treatments as well, unregulated blood products are being injected into children, stem cell, um, you've got HSPOT, which is um, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, which is used for divers, where they're put in these cages, um, apparently that can help them. Um, there's, there's, there's so many, and, it's, and it really is like a quack ladder, a bit like the Scientology bridge. They're pretty similar. You know, you go up these levels, literally, yeah. uh, until you cure the child, until they're dead. I mean, there has been deaths associated with MMS. A woman did die some years ago within 24 mm. hours of taking this product, and I know her husband very yeah. well. And he saw her die in front of him. She took the bleach and she was dead, you know. So, I mean... Um, why would why would Gemma Harris, so Gemma, if you are listening in, why would you want research into something that is toxic and lethal? It doesn't make sense. We've done the research. That's what I'm trying to say here today. We've had it tested. Yeah. It's a poison, you know? Simple fact. Yep. You know, that, there's no research. I find it funny that they think that this enema solution is going to solve a neurological disorder. It's like they've had their head up their asses so long, they think that that's where you're going to find the cure. But um, well, they well they well they're telling parents well they're telling they're telling there's parasites. This is the enema thing is to do the cult tell parents that parasites cause autism. So what happens when they give the bleach and they shed their intestinal lining? They're telling parents that they are parasites, but they're not. Um, so this is the crazy um, quack science behind it. They believe that worms and parasites cause autism. Now this will go back to the, the pieces they're taking out and shaking pictures of, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is okay. what it is. And um, I mean, I've seen, I'll tell you one thing, we have images we've sent to um, detectives here in Dublin. When when we got onto the group, there's one big group called CD Autism. CD stands for chlorine dioxide, which is what this is. It's bleach, like you have in a pool, swimming pool, chlorine dioxide. And um, there was a baby, I remember there was a baby in the group, and there was a nappy, and it was filled with blood. And the baby was 10 months old. And what they're doing as well, Chris, is they're giving it to siblings to prevent autism, just in case. So they're doing it to the younger, younger siblings as well. So there was a baby having enemas. And this man in Singapore, he was giving these enemas to his uh, little girl. She was two and a half, and he told me she didn't want to have them. And he told me he couldn't put the thousand milliliters of bleach solution into her body, that it was too much. Even if you inject that much fluid, even if it's water, it's really dangerous because it can cause a rupture. Um, so imagine injecting, just, I mean, just think about injecting bleach into a child's back passage for a second. What kind of... That's a small child, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, you know, it, when this is happening to adults as well. And there is like, you know, it's an assault on their body. You know, how, I, I mean, having an enema is a horrendous experience. I've had an enema in hospital years ago. I had to go to hospital. I had a blocked bowel. It was the most horrendous thing. And um, they're agony. And it's so embarrassing and it's degrading. And then having your insides displayed, I mean, you know, we we've, we've, we've spoke with um, lawyers, like child protection lawyers in Ireland, and um, it just violates every code on child protection. It's, it's not just about the bleach, it's about their dignity, it's about, you know, them being treated worse than an animal. You wouldn't do it to a dog. There was one post as well, I remember when I started out first, there was they had a family. They were giving this to their to their child by an inhaler, so they put this bleach to breathe in as well, which is really dangerous. 
because it really affects the lungs badly. And um, they were removing the cat. They had a new cat, and they wanted the cat to be safe from the fumes whilst they were poisoning their child. So the cat was more valued than the child in that family. Oh, wow. Okay. They give it. Well, they, they put them in baths of bleach. They call it the ring of fire. They make a a, a, a bath. They fill it up with MMS, and they immerse the child under the water, so it goes into everything: their ears and their eyes. They put it in their eyes if they have eye infections. It's not just you know. It's it's God, terrifying, wow. really. Yeah. And it goes beyond that. I mean, uh, you mentioned it earlier. This is just how how terrible it gets with with the with the fair game. You must have really rocked the boat. You must have really shook them up because um, you know, a lot of a lot of what what Gemma does on on Twitter and on social media is distract and really mm-hmm. says a lot of stuff in circles without answering questions. But for you, she went out of her way to uh, get involved with and try to promote this this name your rapist petition, which mm-hmm. is maybe one of the most horrific mm-hmm. things I've ever heard of. Um, for a church to do to to call someone out and say, well, if this really happened, name them. That is, mm-hmm. I don't know how that can possibly in any way uh, be defended. And really, the person you spoke to um, that that supposedly Gemma answers to I didn't have an answer for it either. It, no, it's just um, really disgusting. No, um... I, I, I've actually, I'll be honest with you, I've had a lot of abuse from quacks and people that peddle this bleach over the last few years, but um, I've never seen anyone sink to those levels of depravity as I have with Gemma Harris. And, um, you know, I remember the night that she tagged me on that petition. I remember her doing that. She was That was the first way I found out. She tagged me on Twitter, and it was oh, there. And my heart. Yeah. yeah. That's how I found out. I found out through Gemma Harris. It wasn't through any other, the, the, the petition, and... Um, no, I, I, you know, my heart was beating really fast. I was like, no, 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 you know, this, no, please. I, I was really traumatized. And my family, my poor mom, you know, and my older children, you know, it wasn't just about me. And I thought, you know what? It isn't just about me. I had other women reach out to me, Chris, who were victims of abuse as well, who were really, really affected by this because it affects them. It, it drags all these horrendous memories up again. And, um, and I had to really fight hard to get that petition down. Um, I don't know, there were so many people reporting it, and it took, I don't know, a couple of weeks until it actually came down. But just to be humili- humiliated that way, and how dare she do such a thing? I've never got personal with her. I've never spoke about her appearance, and I've seen people do that, and I don't agree with that. I don't think that has any relevance to what we're doing. Um, but she got personal with me, and I will never, ever forgive her for that. Never. I, I actually think Wait, that was this one... disgusting. This wasn't just a petition. This was a change.org, like an official petition, like like change.org mm-hmm. with what Jeffrey Augustine's using to to try to get yeah. IRS exemption, you know, um, looked into to get that revoked, and and that kind of petition. That now change.org is popular, so people go there and they browse their petitions. And among for a short time there, there among those petitions was make Fiona O'Leary name her name her rapist, which is uh, again, you know, we talked. We talked enough about it. I think it's just a terrible thing, and we know it. You know, everybody knows. Well, I, 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 I have no time. Change.org are the biggest petition site in the world, to my knowledge. And um, but they've they've allowed other petitions uh, from the MMS brigade to do the same thing. And one petition that was created by these people that peddled this bleach lasted for six months. I had to actually get a lawyer involved to get it taken down. So I don't really respect Change.org, and I and I I'm very angry with them. Mm. They don't ver they don't verify the people making the petition. So any nameless name 
troll can go on there, so you don't have to prove who you are. You're going to be getting a what? Sure. You know, so it's like you can't find the person that does it. So the person that does this to me is a coward because they can't come out and put their name to the claims that they're making. Unlike Gemma's not speaking today, it's the same thing. They're so mouthy on Facebook and Twitter, uh, but when we try to have a proper conversation, I rang John Wood myself recently, and he harped on me and said, leave me alone. Um, you've ruined my day. So they can't actually, they can't actually, um, you know, debate, debate their crazy ramblings. I mean, you see, this is the problem. I, I'm getting these emails now from Luan Lee. I don't know who you are, but um, she's saying to me last night, I've got all this personal data. I'm going to release it. Do you want to see it first? I mean, sure, great. You know, show it to me. Um, the thing is, she thinks that I don't think for myself. Who the hell do they think they are? Scientology, like, that they own the world that they tell us what to do you know it's um it really makes me laugh and i am not intimidated by these people and i, I will keep uh, speaking out until we we pass laws to stop these crazy quacks from hurting our children i think they think less of you and they underestimate you because you're the because you speak out for autism i think they i think they think that yeah, they probably I think, think, they think. Well, they, I mean, <laughs> they probably think autistic people. Um, yeah, well, I've been called crazy. Like I said, defective, retarded. Um, they target my hair a lot, which is really creepy. Um, you know, stuff like that. So it's 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 really, really horrible. And I suppose like for autistic people out there as well, it's not easy all the time to go out there and speak out on these issues. So we are a very small but powerful group, and. Um, Definitely, definitely. Um, you don't just fight the MMS, though. You, you've been fighting for a lot of child, just child rights in general within Scientology, and among those things you ran into, I've heard the phone call, and if anyone else hasn't heard the audio, I'll try to find it and, and link it to the description. Um, you, you, contacted, um, you contacted somebody here in Florida about the purification mm-hmm. process, purification rundown process. Yeah, that, that and, was uh, um, Mace Kingsley. You contacted Mace Kingsley. They're doing it at Mason King, Mace Kingsley? They're doing it at, yes, at that Mace, exact at that location? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, well, I, I rang the Mace Kingsley Center in Florida twice um, in the summer this year, and I spoke to um, Marcy Sargent. I think she's the woman that operates the center, and I spoke to Ken Ferrara about autism okay. and they told me that uh, they were um they were offering uh, their services to non Scientologists so that um you don't have to be a Scientologist to take part of their program or their protocol. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, and that that was really kinda of odd. And um so um they told me that they had a look they had um, people from other countries as well, not just as far as the people coming from Europe. They mentioned an autistic boy that was uh, coming from Europe and had had auditing and his parents had spent twenty thousand dollars on auditing. Uh, they claim that they can make nonverbal autistic children talk. And I was like, really? The auditing process. The yeah, auditing so process, I've it, heard uh, chiropractory, but maybe not at Mace Kingsley, but the same chiropractor work can fix autism. I heard that somewhere. Yeah, I've seen that as well. The chiropractor can do everything, basically. He can snap, he can snap you back into health. Um, but <laughs> the, purification run, the purification rundown is really, really, really worrying. I mean, for adults, 
it's bad. And I mean, you know, that it's, there's, there's been connected deaths to purification rundown because they believe that um, these high doses of niacin and these supplements are actually, you know, it's, it's part of Hobbit's teachings anyway, isn't it? But I mean, that they're going to protect children and they're going to rid them from these aliens that are attached to their bodies or whatever. But like, they view children as adults trapped in these little bodies. So they're giving the same lethal dose to adults as they are to children. And this is confirmed to me by Miss um, Kingsley that they are giving the 5,000 milligram of an ice stand to children as young as eight years old. That's absolutely crazy. And um, they told me that for autistic children that the rundown would take longer, maybe even a month. So these children are going through the soreness, which are not really uh, permitted for under 16. I know that in Ireland, if we have a swimming pool, public bath, children can't go in the sauna. And um, so they're going in the sauna, they're doing this really rigorous exercise program, and they're taking these lethal doses of vitamins. They told me that they had side effects of... um, you know, the flushing of the skin, itching all over their body, which is an indicator of liver being damaged. That's what that itching is. Some of them are vomiting. That's abuse, sorry. And um, and then on top of that, like, they're telling me then that yeah. you know, they can make children talk, you know, and I'm like, what the hell? So I was so angry that I, I rang Child Protection Services in Florida and I spent an hour on the phone making an official complaint. And it was difficult because I had to go through the rigmarole of doing that and everything. I don't know if they followed up on that, Chris, because they can't get back to me. And that is the I was wondering about they that. Yeah. They don't engage. And it's the same in Ireland. If you do report, they're not permitted to engage that information back to you because it's confidential. And um, right. I did try to reach to the media in Florida at the time, the Tampa Bay Times and other. They weren't interested. And I'm thinking, what? You know, I've got hard evidence here of this. I don't know. Wow. It's strange, isn't wow. it? So my, my fear is that okay. this, this is something like going to happen in Ireland with this new centre that they're planning to do the same kind of um, practices here, you know. And um, I know, I mean, apparently the Mace Kingsley Centre said they are doing purification rundowns on children in Dublin already. I don't know where that's happening, but they did tell me that, that I could go to the Dublin org and that I could get this done for my kids. So, yeah, it's already happening I remember probably you, on a smaller scale. I remember you asking specifically about eight-year-old children, and I remember mm-hmm. the answer. It maybe nine or eight, and the answer was, "Well, if a you know if a, I think he answered mostly for Scientology, but he said, you know, mm-hmm. if a, if a parent if if a parent's kid wants it, there's not much you can do about it." And it reminded me a lot of how they talk about how there's a disconnection between who the parent is, is the parent the cult, is the parent the parent, because. The eight-year-old gets to say, I guess because he's an adult in a small body, right, he or she, that, mm-hmm. oh, I want – and okay, think for yourself. You got it. There's no actual judgment here. No. That's what the parents are out of control as well. I mean, you know, I'll be honest with you. Um, I can't understand a parent putting their child for that and the, and the side effects and the risk. Right. You know, I mean, if you go on any, any, any health website, you, you do not give niacin to children at all. It's not recommended because you get what you need in your diet. And if you are giving in a supplement, I think for a child of that age, it's like five, you know, five milligrams. It's a tiny amount. And it's a really potent vitamin. So why would you try to poison your child? Supplements can be really dangerous. They can kill. There was a child in England, actually, last year that ended up in A&E at death's door taking high doses of similar supplements to, to what we're talking about. Mm. He's autistic. And um, he nearly died. You know, this isn't a game. Children are not adults, and their little bodies cannot ingest 
the same dose as the adults are getting. You know, you wouldn't give a child um, an antibiotic of the, of the same dose, would you? Um, it's not rocket science. It's just, you know, facts, isn't it? You don't do that unless you're crazy. I mean, you know, why would you want to hurt your child? Right. I mean, unless the, the, the one person that you know of who has the only answers and the secrets to the universe back in 1950 said this is what should be done. <laughs> you know? so, so it must be okay. It must be okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Hubbard, Hubbard, um, said right. he, Hubbard, Hubbard, Hubbard said he could cure cancer, didn't he, and all this crap. And um, yep. like I wear glasses, yep. I have terrible eyesight. I mean, my eyesight is, is my disability. I, I hate having bad vision, and it's getting worse. I have a couple of really, you know, bad eye conditions. That's why you probably see me in the dark glasses, is because of that. But he was telling people that he could actually, you know, throw away your glasses, you know, just do this and you'll be able to see. And... Um, and I can't believe it. And I suppose what I find really strange is that how can anyone believe in that? And I think that goes back to the cult factor because they are brainwashed. That's the reality. These people are being interrogated with the auditing. They're being broken down and they're being fed or programmed. And I looked at the IAS event. You know, there was a video. They don't have a chance. Um, yeah, they, they, they look, you know, they, you can see it almost. It's almost visible. It's a bit like the Stepford Wives. I don't know if you saw that film. It's a wonderful movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's like it's almost like coming a robot, and I even see that with Gemma. Even the way she talks, it's like she has a script. It's all scripted. It's not. It's not from her own kind of um, her own words. It's like she's just reading off a script. It really, is very sad, and I and I actually feel sorry for people that are are trapped in that environment, and and admire greatly those that get out and speak out. Um, I really think that is very brave, and. Um, and I want to support people. That's what I'm doing. I, I want to be somebody right. that helps people to, to get out further. I, I want everyone to get out of this cult, and that's why we're doing this. We want, you know, we want to give people the safe kind of um, environment to say that, you know, you can have another life. You don't have to be a part of this um, madness anymore. And, and madness is, is an interesting way to describe it, for sure. Uh, I would say, you know, did, did you see last this week's uh, episode of Aftermath? No, I'm going to watch the Mace Kingsley. I mean, I know a lot about that, right. that ranch and, and about the, the sexual abuse that went on. I read about that, and I saw some of the, the women, actually, that were victims of that abuse. It's shocking, absolutely shocking. And um, it's like almost that they have a law unto themselves and they can do what they want to anybody. And, um, and I really That's find right. it really disgusting, you know, the way that when people do speak out, and I mean, I wasn't in, I wasn't in the cult, but I mean, I do know people, ex-members, and I'm friends of them, they're great here in Ireland, and um, just hearing their stories and, um, you know, what they went through and what they witnessed, it's just, um, it's, it's terrifying. I mean, it's, it's criminal. I mean, this is the way I look at it, Chris, you know, it's criminal behavior, what they're doing. And um, they can abuse people and they can assault people and, and they get away with it. Um, and it's like, why is that happening, I suppose? I find that very strange. And it's not a religion, this, this crap that I'm being, you know, we have a religion, we have a right to do this because of our religion. I'm so tired of that. And that's what I want Ireland to do, is to not allow that label to be permitted, this religious label. I'm an atheist, but I was brought up a Catholic, and we didn't have this crazy carry-on. We didn't have to pay for training courses to go up a ladder. Right. Yeah, there's a lot, there's well, a lot of nonsense the argument. with it. They make the constitutional right argument, but the constitutional rights can also be abused. And uh, something that that I wanted to bring up from to talking about what happened with talking about the Mace, uh, Mason, uh, the Mace Kingsley ranches rather, mm. is that 
they are um, they all closed, but there's that one that one building over in Florida, in Clearwater, and you wonder. You see the pictures. Looks like nice buses. Looks like the kids are wearing modern day clothes. They look clean. Big smiles on their faces, and you wonder: Is this stuff still going on in that building? Well, if they're giving them MMS treatments and they're giving them purification rundowns and they're audit, it, 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 it drives me crazy when I see the website and the first thing you see is we audit children very excitedly. You know, the, I'm, I'm, um, yeah, I, I can't look at it. I can't look at that anymore. I mean, their Facebook yeah, page will make already, you vomit because yeah. There's already evidence there's some kind of abuse going on there as it is. What else is going on in the, behind those walls in that building? You got to wonder, and I'm concerned about it. I'm very concerned about it. I want to ask you real quick. Uh, I have a social media question here. Uh, somebody is asking, mm-hmm. first of all, what MMS, MMS is? We talked about it earlier. It is a miracle mineral uh, supplement is what it's being called, miracle mineral supplement. And they wanted to know if there's any indiv- investigations going on in the U.S. on this. I don't know if you know. I'm not sure. It looks like the FDA is just warning people about it right now. No, no, there there are investigations, and like I said, it was, uh, two years ago, two years ago, um, Daniel Smith was uh, found guilty of manufacturing and selling this product, and he's in jail in Washington. He's been he's, okay. he was given a four year jail term, and uh, the Genesis Two Church are trying to release him from jail. So he's 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 one person that is in jail. Then there was another recent case as well of um, another person that was selling this product that was prosecuted. So, yeah, there are investigations. And we liaise with the FDA. We have given information to them over the last few years. And they would link in with other government bodies around the world. So, yes, there are investigations in, in the U.S., yes. Yeah. Okay. And then your, your next concern, of course, we mentioned earlier, is the, the big building opening up in Finland. In Finland? No, in Ireland. Ireland. I'm thinking Finland. Ireland. Finland. Right. <laughs> wow, I just had a brain malfunction there. All right, over there in yeah. Ireland, uh, it's going to be a big building. Do you want to make it – you told me earlier before you we went in the air that it looks like they're trying to make it kind of a central hub kind of thing for a lot of the a lot of that area. Yeah, the European hub is what it's claiming to be, and it's a huge premises, like I said. And, um, you know, we know with the front group, CCHR and Arcanon and all that – they're very active in Ireland, trying to, you know, prove themselves as helping the community. But um, it's all just, um, you know, lies. They're just trying to get people to join their cult and offer them their bogus therapies, like I said. This building is opening on Saturday the 14th, uh, I think around 3 o'clock. So we're doing a protest, Chris. We're starting at half two. Myself, John McGee, um, Mario, John Dygan, um, William Drummond is coming in from the UK. There's going to be a huge crowd of us there. And um, we've got some politicians coming as well, and we're going to have a lot of media. So we're doing doing a peaceful protest, and um, because we're not allowed in, sadly, the issue. um, They say they're there for the community, but they don't welcome us as being part of that community. So they can't handle basic questions, which is ridiculous i mean that's what people need to know the red flags are already in place if they won't allow the members of the public to ask them genuine questions it just you know it speaks volumes about what they are and um yeah we we don't want this we don't want this premises we already have two in dublin as it is we don't want this huge building uh getting a foothold and becoming a factory for this cult and um there seems to be a lot of activity in recent times there. I'm talking to people that live in the area, trucks going in and out, and they're building around it. So it's, they're actually blocking the public's view. 
so they're turning it into some mm-hmm. kind of compound where you won't be able to see what's going on anymore. That's really another red flag. Um, so, yeah, and I yeah. don't think um, the people of Dublin want this. I know that from talking, and um, there will be some articles in the press, hopefully tonight and tomorrow, coming out, so people can read further on that as well. All right, so you're so looking for a big turnout please, there. Please come. Yeah, and I suppose that's what I want to say is... Um, come to the protest. Um, I've invited everyone, even Scientologists are welcome to come along and talk to us. You know, we're here to talk. We'll answer questions. Um, we don't mind doing that. I don't mind Gemma. I know Gemma's meant to be going and John. Yeah. They, they um, won't answer you know, questions. Well, then we can meet me for a coffee and we can have a chat, you know, and sort this out and act like adults, yeah. stop acting like kids in a playground. Um, we're not going to stop talking or speaking out. You know, we, we're here to stay and we are building a movement against this cult in Ireland. And we're very good in Ireland doing protests and, and winning in those protests as well. So Scientology have a, you know, they're going to have a tough time here in Dublin. Yeah, and that's the thing I think for you, Ray, is, and for a lot of people in your area, is that that is a, um, that was an area where you said there was like 50 Scientologists, and now they're trying to make it, now that they're trying to grow it in your region, and, and when other regions like Russia are getting rid of it. And it is one of the things that Putin happen. has done right. Putin is like a tyrant right. and a dictator, but he's he's done this he's done right here with the Scientologists. I mean it's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> well I think we talked about this a second ago about how I was saying like they won't let you ask them ask them questions. I'll say if any Scientologists are listening, because this has occurred to me yesterday and it's 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 very real is I'm seeing that all the information, and you mentioned it with Gemma even, all the information that's presented to defend their standpoint, to defend Scientology, and to defend their actions, defend MMS treatment, defend purification mm-hmm. run out, run down, it's all based on information uh, within Scientology. Nothing comes from outside, from independent studies, from scientific studies. None of it's ever mm-hmm. factored in. Only place yeah. you can find the answers and you can believe the truth is coming from your own people. Don't go on the internet and look up Scientology and if Scientology is a cult. You're not allowed to do that. Don't do it. Look up something you can look up. Look up signs you're in a cult. It has nothing to do with Scientology, right? Look up signs you're in a cult, and one of the main feature signs is you, your religion has all the answers and the only ones that have the answers. It's there. You can see it, and then try to apply that and see if that fits your situation. That's, just, that's something I want to say there. I think that's something that can be done. If and you know, you know the really the, the, the really sad thing is that you know children are being taught this. Like you mentioned, Mace Kingsley. If you go on their Facebook page, they have little babies being audited. I saw a six-month-old baby being taken from his mother's arms into a room with some freak with this machine, this um, you know uh, interrogation. So it, they're being programmed they're, at a very early age. But, you know, so and they they can't ask questions. Yeah. So these poor kids are growing up. They're not allowed to ask about the world, or they're almost living in a bubble. And, and I think that is so awful. I love the fact that my children are inquisitive, that they ask questions, that they, they are curious, and they're allowed to be free with their own thoughts and make up their own minds about religion. You know? yeah. Well, think about this. When I heard they were auditing babies, which they're very proud of, by the way, uh, when I heard they were auditing babies, first thing that comes to mind to me is, well, what is this policy? What is it? Did Alvin Hubbard say something about babies? And you go and you look, and Oran Hubbard does say something about babies. And he says babies are every bit the adult everybody else is from years and billions of years of reincarnation. They're just less able to move around. So, so, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but basically the essential uh, uh, concept is they're faking it right now. 
And as long as you allow them to fake it, they'll continue to fake it. So you have to audit them so they can, be, you know, come out of that a little bit. It's crazy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's what, crazy. A, what, a, what a monster. I mean, and he had, he had a baby formula as well, didn't he? He made his own baby formula for babies as well. Am I That's correct in saying that? Cupboard. <laughs> I mean, how can people buy into this? And um, I really just, I just cannot believe it. I mean, it's like they're actually worse than the Genesis 2 church, really, if you think about it, because there's so many levels to the madness. And, um, and I think Gemma Harris, if you're listening, I, I think that she's, you know, she could get out. I actually, I actually said that to her. I feel, I feel sorry for her. I feel like uh, John Wood has on She's not you know, leaving. Got her. She's not leaving. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I, I mean, I'm here to, you know, I'm not like that. I'm not vindictive like her. You know, I'm willing to talk to her about it. And that's the truth. Right. And I, I try to. When I found her, I tried to talk to her and um, offer her support. And I was genuine with that. I wasn't being facetious. I was being genuine because I know there are people that do get sucked into cults. And, and they feel like they're trapped and they feel that they're, they're afraid to leave. So, um, you know, I'm not like... But what she did to me with the, the, the rape thing was, was completely horrendous. But, I mean, was that her? Or was that him? Yeah, he so you, is you like reached her puppet, through her you know? PR company, right? You reached her through her yeah. PR company, right? Worldwide, worldwide PR? So that's it, yeah. That's the anybody right out there looking... Everybody looking for a PR company for your for your company or for your business, just know that Worldwide PR is the company that supports Scientology. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. Um, I think we covered a good, lot of it's, stuff. It's good, for, it's good for people to know that. And I suppose, um, like even in Dublin, so. you know, the, the businesses that are aligning themselves with um, this new building, they need to be aware of what they're doing as well. They're playing a part in that. They're they don't have to do that. You don't have to rent your properties to these people you can just say you know i've got principles it's not all about money sadly right that seems to be the big factor here is money driving this cult and um uh-huh. and people don't seem to care too much as you know we're, we're doing our best i suppose you are chris and i and others out there yeah. to try and bring awareness to this and um mm-hmm. and i think it's really important work you're doing so i'm very grateful for this opportunity thank you oh great well i'm glad you, you came on the show i do do these thing called 10 questions at the end of every interview just a little fun thing. Cool. Some questions are a little deeper than yeah. others, but just fun. If you don't like a question, you can pass. Before we do this, I'm going to ask you real quick before we uh, wrap up. When we're done, send me all the links. Send me the link to information on the protest. Send me the link to your blog. Send me the link to any other websites you need you want me to, to put on here, and I'll add them all to the description so people look at the archive podcast. They can see those links okay. and access information on the protest, access information on on MMS or on your uh, blog about it. it, it's it's really good mm-hmm. stuff to have available to the people. Thank you, thanks, Chris. That's great. No problem. So here we are. Ten questions with Fiona and Larry. Uh, question number one. We talked about this earlier. They make fun of your hair and everything, and people say things about redheads. But finish this sentence for me here, uh, Fiona. Redheads are actually incredible, interesting, fascinating people. There you go. <laughs> Number two, we kind of covered this, but just to confirm, true or false, the purification rundown on a child is child abuse. True. That's the easy one. Number three, you get really excitable, and that's because you're passionate about this. You're really into this, and you're really doing good good work, and I'm really uh, really happy with what you're doing. That's why I have you on the show. But but what calms you? What do you do to calm down and relax and unwind? Music is my other passion. Um, I songs and uh, sing and I, I'm absolutely Spotify um, music is my drug so 
So I absolutely love music. Uh, spending time with my family. I've got four dogs and I've got three cats and walking in the countryside. So all of that. Reading, literature, music. I love all of that too. Cool. All right. All right. Well, I don't know much about the Irish food, but number four, what is your favorite Irish dish that, that usually only found like, Irish in Ireland? Dish. I really like Italian food, actually. Um, potatoes. I'm sure, look, we've got the spuds in Ireland. There, there are nation's food, and they're great, and they're versatile. I actually love nice. potatoes. So, yeah, that would be my favorite Irish food. Nice. Okay, too cool, cool. In your opinion, true or false, some Scientologist spokespeople seem to have a bigger problem than autism. Oh, yes, true, definitely. Oh, they have a bigger problem than autism. They're going to call it. Uh, number six, do you prefer ice cream or some other dessert? I love ice cream. I absolutely love ice cream. Ice cream yes, good. that is my favorite dessert. <laughs> yeah. Which which ice cream? There's so many flavors nowadays. Well, I was initially years ago, and I had like homemade vanilla ice cream. It was just just natural, and it would be really good vanilla ice cream. I like um, hazelnut as well. Nice. Something about homemade ice cream. You're right. Um, mm. Number seven. I think you answered this already too in the conversation. You, you, you've talked about a couple cults now. Is Scientology the most dangerous cult that you've ever encountered in your mind? Yes. Okay. And number eight, do you have any hobbies, anything you like to do, anything for fun besides music? Um. Well, yeah, I, I used to, when I have more time, I'm so busy. I'll be honest, I've got the kids and everything. Um. I, I used to like running, walking, stuff like that. I'm not really sporty, though, to be honest with you. I suppose um, politics, I'm very interested in politics. I ran in a general wow. election in Ireland a few years ago. So, yeah, politics would be kind of another hobby of mine. Yeah, really boring. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Well, really boring until you get into the controversial issues, you know. Uh, yeah. Number nine, you talked about music. Uh, you play an instrument, and if so, what's your favorite instrument to play? I, I play guitar. Yeah, I have an acoustic guitar, and um, I love writing songs. So nice. writing would be more my passion. But um, yeah, I, I, I just I love music. Um, you know, I've got a big collection of albums and CDs from many years ago and everything. So yeah, music. I love Tom Petty. That really, really hurt me. His death. I saw him live uh-huh. in Cork five years ago, and um, that really blew me away. He's an amazing artist. Really, just sad. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely will be missed. And uh, wow, number 10, uh, I'm going to leave it open to you. Any last uh, points, any last sentences, any last words you want to have here? Sorry? Do you want to have the, uh, I'll give you the last word. Anything you want to say before you leave? Any Anything else that comes to mind? Do you think uh, Scientology will be banned in the future? You're asking me? Yeah. Well, I'm asking you. Do I think Scientology? Well. <laughs> Banned in general? In the future, yeah. In the future, banned? Yes. I think it'll lose its IRS status. I don't know. Banned's another thing altogether, I think. I think people are going to choose to do what they want to do, and unfortunately, we're going to have differing opinions on if that's okay or not. And uh, basically, you know, where I leave that is if, if you're an adult, and you have all the information available to you, and you make that decision. That's on you, and I, I, I'm not going to judge you by it. I'm just going to wonder why. <laughs> that's 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 the way mm. I feel about that. So the way I see it, it's it's not it's not the just the kind of the books or the reading of that. It's the fact that they're doing these things with the front groups. And I suppose maybe I should have worded that better. 
really the front groups that they have, I think, are a real concern, more than anything. And because um, they, they don't hide the fact that it is Scientology and they promote this on their website, CCHR and Arcanon. And, um, you know, it's pretty simple for me. They're hurting people. And it's, it's taken away from professional people. And that's, that's what I think needs to be banned. That element does. People can read books and do all of that, but those groups need to go. I feel like CCHR is, is, is just blatantly harmful. I know that I've talked to Glenda Smith. Who's Glenda, I don't know if you talked to Glenda ever on, on social media. She's, she's pretty cool, a, a great lady. Okay. Uh, she worked with CCHR, and she, she wanted to do good, and she saw that it wasn't. But in Narcanine, it's one of those things where even if they have the best intention – they uh, they're not professional. They're not they're not applying no. real real. No, real and, and when I when I rang I rang I rang Narcan on UK actually, and um, they told me that that when once you get in there and you do your rehabilitation, that there are no doctors or nurses with you. So you're going through this uh, you know awful process of coming off drugs or whatever, and there's no professional people to help you, which is why there was those deaths probably in America that we we see and. Um, it, it's, I just don't know how they get the right to do that. I mean, and there's even they seem to have their 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 fingers in every pie where they can cover their tracks. How how are they legally allowed to work with people that have this vulnerability or that are unwell when they're not qualified? There needs to be laws or something brought in to stop that happening. Um, and and that's what I think yep. we need to really be effective on. It's focusing on those groups. Um, like there's a group in Ireland now. I think the Truth About Drugs, and they're doing some kind of exhibition at a ideal homes exhibition so they turn up at everything I mean, they bring a table and it could be a cake sale and there will be the Scientology table talking about all this crap um, so I mean I don't know how they are continuously allowed to just, just have that kind of um, free reign to spread misinformation and a lot of the politicians are naive and they say they don't know what, what they are doing I mean how can they be so stupid it's, it's, it's like plain to see you just, just have to go on the website and realise what's going on um, so they, people need to, to stop thinking about money and start thinking about the harm it's causing to people, especially children. I mean, I want to emphasize that before we close. We are here to Definitely. protect children, not just autistic children. I love kids. Um, and anyone that brainwashes and harm a child is a monster in my eyes. And that's what Scientology believes in. And, um, and you know what the worst thing is? That these children end up with post-traumatic stress disorder and the adults as well end up with mental health issues when they leave. So they're scarred for life. And that's why you should never be given the opportunity to grow. You need to nip it in the bud, Chris. I agree 110%. Um, and I just want to point out before we go also, the invitation was put out weeks ago. It was put out again today for John Alex Wood and Gemma Harris. They have not called in. Uh, they have not shown an interest in defending their positions. They can't claim that they didn't have the opportunity it's been a wide open phone line, a wide open hour of uh, of live uh, podcasting here. No call, no interest. It's okay. Well, it just proves, it just <laughs> proves that it. it just proves they they can't stand by what they believe in. It proves that they're cowards. And I mean, I took the time to do this today because yeah. it's important. It's an important work that we're doing, and um, I would have no problem talking to Gemma and John. I'd be delighted to sit down with them and have a conversation Absolutely. so it's there if they want if they want to talk to me in dublin just give me a call they've got all my personal data already so they know everything about me Chris, i think absolutely absolutely indeed and uh just uh a lot of stuff to unpack here a lot of stuff to think about from the show i think and thank you so much for being here today i really appreciate it really uh 
I think it was I think it was important but, to talk about this stuff. No, and it's great and um, really great to talk to you, Chris. And I'll keep you updated with the protest. We should be, you know, putting out live footage throughout the day, Facebook lives and Excellent. Twitter and everything to keep you all in the loop. And um, again, if anyone can come along on Saturday, it's half two at the Victory Centre, Fur House, Dublin, and people can call me. The numbers on there's a poster out there circulating. I'll give it to you as well if they have any questions. So hopefully we'll have a good Excellent. turnout. Thanks so much. All right, well, good luck with that. Talk to you. No problem. Yeah, have a great day. No problem. Thank you. Bye. Take Bye, care, Chris. Fiona. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. All right, so that was Fiona O'Leary. Um, uh, great conversation. A lot of information came out of that. That woman is one of the most uh, determined women I've ever seen. Uh, really going at it over there in Ireland, trying to protect her space, but also uh, just uh, children everywhere. Um, next week. Uh, author of the new book. Uh, it's uh, very highly rated, it looks like, and I gave it a good rating to um, Escaping Scientology. It's Karen Presley next week. Talked to her. We covered so much in such a short amount of time. Uh, you, you, I think you'll enjoy part one next week on Friday at back at the regular 12.30 p.m. time. And uh, more great guests coming up. Stay tuned. I'll be announcing them as I'm able to confirm uh, that it has been uh, done. Until then, uh, by all means, uh, stay connected, and that about sums it up. If I speak for your followers, and I speak for your ex-followers, and I speak for the curious outsiders looking in, and you remain silent in the shadows and don't let your balls drop enough to come out and say something, then I say, who do you speak for, Mr. Miscavige? Anything on earth that says... Don't listen to your mum and dad. Don't talk to your mum and dad. That bad. Yeah. Run. Absolutely believed his own bullshit. Now, does that mean he believed it from day one? I don't know. Hubbard reveals to them that he is the Antichrist. Scientology has not helped you. You have helped yourself. Yeah, I'm absolutely positive that happened because I was physically abused in Scientology. We're crossing the line into torture. Do you think there is a rape culture in Scientology? I think that there is a culture in Scientology that children are not children. So, yeah.